Hello, and welcome to the Feel It to Heal It podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Kelly, and I am a clinically trained therapist, emotional wellness and life coach, and healer. My mission is to help as many humans as possible feel safe to feel their feelings in order to create a life beyond their wildest dreams. Thank you for being here, and let's dive in. Hello, and welcome back to the show. I am so excited to be here with you all. I'm recording on a lovely Monday evening at 9 p.m. I just bought some new vegan makeup before my trip to Paris, so I'm experimenting. I'm not used to wearing a lot of makeup, so I feel like it's a lot, (laughs) but we're going to roll with it. So tonight I want to record an episode for you that you will be listening to while I'm in Paris, probably eating way too much bread. (laughs) I want to record an episode all about needing versus desiring support and mentorship. One One of the common things that I talk about both with my mentor as well as my clients is how long do you do this work for? How long do you work with a coach for? How long do you work with a a healer for? And the answer to that is so, so subjective because it really just depends on how deep you want to go with yourself. How far do you want to go? It has to do with what your individual goals are. So if you're coming into a coaching container and you're like, I have one specific goal that I need support in meeting, then maybe that looks like a three-month container, a six-month container, right? Maybe it's something more short-term. If you're an entrepreneur like me who wants to expand your business, who wants to um, really heal your anxious attachment or whatever trauma is kind of blocking you from creating your life, even if you're not an entrepreneur, but you just want to get clear on the vision for your life or you have that vision, but you need help in creating it. Maybe that's going to be more long-term. And something I was talking about with my mentor during one of our last sessions was how we were, we were reflecting on how she and I had thought, or she had said at one point, like, yeah, I can envision us working together for like about a year. And in my head, I was like, I think I'm going to be with this woman forever (laughs) because I want to just keep expanding. And she was reflecting on how like her business was so much newer at that point. And she was just at a different place in her business where she was still kind of focusing more on the healing. And now she's really in her expansion era and I'm now more in my expansion era. So really looking at, you know, this notion in our society that like healing is forever and it's like, but it doesn't have to be. So this July will mark two years since I started this deep nervous system healing on myself working with my coach, investing so much time, energy, and money into it. And it has now been at the point where I've healed a lot of these wounds that show up. They still show up, but they've been processed and healed where I'm no longer like actively releasing trauma out of my body. I'm now at the point where I can just focus on all of the amazing fun stuff, the expansion stuff, because my trauma is no longer blocking me from that. And that's my specific journey. So, you know, maybe someone else needs more time or less time. Like it's not really about how much time it's just about 
how do you want to feel in your life? And for me, I knew that like, yeah, okay, I could get to a place of just functioning okay, where my anxiety is not taking over, or I'm not waking up with a pounding heart rate. Or I could go even deeper than that and actually wake up feeling grounded and powerful and at ease and like relating to myself differently. And for me personally, I mean, it would kind of be hypocritical of me to be like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm just good at this point. And I don't believe that I don't, I need anything more than that because my whole heart, my whole passion, my whole mission on this earth is to help people feel safe enough to be with their feelings and to grow into their highest selves. And so if I just stopped at like settling for, oh, that's good enough. Like I wouldn't really be practicing what I'm preaching. And so for me, like there's nothing more special than long-term mentorship because this person, once you find that right person, this person knows you in and out. You don't have to start over. Like I went through literally probably 10 different therapists throughout my life. And each time I have to like share the same stuff and the same story and like st basically starting over and having someone that just knows you and who has been able to witness you grow from point A to point B and then just keep going and keep going and keep growing together. Like it's, it's just such a special relationship. Like my long-term clients being able to reflect back to my first call with them to where they're at now and knowing that I just get to keep helping them expand and creating the vision for their lives. Like there's nothing more special than that. And so when we talk about needing support, there can be a lot of shame with that. We have a lot of shame with it because as children, we didn't always get what we needed. Most of us, if not all of us had unmet needs because our parents are human, right? And they do the best they can. Like I always talk about, it's not about blaming. It's just about looking at what it is and saying, listen, I probably have some unmet needs and that's okay. I don't have to make that mean anything about myself. But when we have those unmet needs and we look at how those unmet needs show up in our relationships, our relationship to ourselves, to our lovers, to our friends, to our partners, to our mentors, to our businesses, we realize that it really affects all of those areas, literally all areas of life. And there can be so much shame with needing because needing did not always feel safe as a child. It didn't feel safe to have needs because maybe you express those needs and it was met with invalidation or punishment or, you know, something where you felt like you had to just kind of repress it or shut down. And so now to be an adult and say, I have unmet needs, it can bring up shame that you're still running your life or your business from your inner child. And when we're able to sit with that shame and feel it in our bodies without making it mean anything about us, but also being with the shame of what little us is making it mean about them, it's so incredibly powerful. And it's only until we actually accept those needs and begin to meet those needs that we then shift into not needing them. But when there's so much shame that gets in the way that makes us say, oh, we don't need it. That's fine. I'm fine. Right. That's a trauma response. Like feeling like you don't need something is a trauma response because it's okay to need something. We all have needs. Our inner children have needs. Our adult selves have needs. We all have needs and that's okay because we're human. We're supposed to have needs. And so at the beginning of my healing journey, I had a lot of unmet needs that I needed relational healing to give me that reparative experience. 
And now I'm at the point where I've met a lot of my needs and I've had a lot of my needs met through my healing support. But I also am at the place where it's not enough for me to just have my needs met and then I'm done, right? It's like, okay, my needs are met. I'm done. It's like, I desire support, even though I don't actively need the support anymore. To some extent, I will always need it because for me, needing just means I'm acknowledging that it feels better to have it than to not have it. And so, yes, part of it is a need, but a lot of it right now is just a desire. I desire support because growing a business is fucking hard. I don't care what anyone else tells you. All these coaches that are like, it's easy, make it easy. It doesn't have to be this hard. Like if you are actively doing the internal work to heal what needs to be healed and to feel what needs to be felt in order to build a life beyond your wildest dreams, it will ask you to literally grow into an entire new person. And growing into an entire new version of yourself is fucking painful. But you know what also is hard and painful? Staying stuck, staying in your comfort zone, staying the same. That is a type of suffering that leads to disease. That is a type of suffering that leads to stuckness and brokenness and addiction. The first heart I described of actually choosing to do the work of shedding the layers that are no longer serving you, shedding the protectors, the addictive behaviors, the maladaptive ways of coping, that heart allows you to actually expand into your highest self. And I don't know about you guys, but for me, I've always wanted to expand into my highest self because we only have this particular one life. I believe in multiple lives. I believe that I've had many lives before, but in this particular life, this is the present. I want to experience what I can experience in this lifetime, because why wouldn't I? I'm just missing out. I'm just depriving myself. So many of us settle for this like good enough because we're too scared to go beyond that. It's like, okay, I'm surviving. I'm fine. I don't need anything else. And it's like, but why don't you want more for yourself? Why don't you want to experience just how magical life can get? I think of like, everything external as a natural byproduct of internal work. So if you're doing internal work and you start making more money, you start experiencing more synchronicities with the universe. You start experiencing deeper relationship with faith. You start experiencing more deep, deeply connected love and intimacy and just connection with everything, with your money, with your family, with your business, whatever it is like why wouldn't you want that for yourself? Like it really boggles my mind sometimes. I'm like, why do, why do we fight ourselves so hard on desiring support? That's going to allow us to actually blossom into the people that we were meant to be like, we're our highest selves already exist. It's like just the physical has to catch up to that, but we have to be willing to do the work. And why do we think that it's easier to say no to that and to stay stuck than it is to do the painful work? Because pain is temporary. Suffering is long-term. So why wouldn't we choose tem uh, temporary pain? It's because our bodies are literally wired to avoid that pain. And so we almost have to fight against our nervous system and say, I am safe. I'm going to show you that I'm safe. You're going to tell me I'm not safe, but I'm going to show you I'm safe. Because at the end of the day, we get to have all of the things we get to be human and have all of the emotions and still make money and still feel how we want to still feel. And we get to 
create any part of our vision that exists because if we desire it, it's just it's a desire for a reason. But when we're battling ourselves and saying, well, we shouldn't need support, we shouldn't need a lifetime mentor, we shouldn't need this, I should be able to do this on my own. I want you to get curious around where does that actually come from? Where does this need to prove to yourself that you can do something on your own come from? Because I guarantee you that is you in survival mode because your highest self already knows that you could do the thing. Like, oh, I'm fearful I won't get a client unless I'm in a, you know, a container with my coach and I'm plugged in. It's like, no, you absolutely could go get a client, right? But why do you have to prove that to yourself? Like what's, what is happening for you where you feel like you need to prove that to yourself rather than having such unbelievably powerful, unshaken faith in yourself and confidence in yourself and trust in yourself to know, yeah, I fucking could grow this business without my mentor. Absolutely. And why do I want to make it harder on myself? Why wouldn't I feel worthy and deserving of support? Why wouldn't I want to give myself someone to cheer me on, to walk with me side by side, to give me feedback, to give me constructive criticism, to help point out my blind spots. We're human. We all have blind spots and we all have fear. And sometimes that fear is going to get in the way. Sometimes those self-doubts are going to get in the way. And so having someone there with us to just help us create our vision is invaluable. It is priceless. I see so many people get stuck in scarcity of like nickel and diming of like, you know, oh, am I going to get this for this and this and this? Like it, it's all coming from scarcity. If you're able to lean into faith and abundance, you realize that having that support is just so fucking worthy. It's just so worth it. And so my mentor and I were reflecting on how, you know, when we were at this point where we were like, oh, we work together for a year. And then she was like, oh yeah, my business was at a very different place. And now I, you know, like we see that this is like a long-term thing because why wouldn't we want to keep expanding? Like life literally can only get better. Like we've only just begun. And how exciting is that? And so it's just asking yourself, like, what your resistance is, what your resistance is to having needs and meeting those needs and what your resistance is to maybe you don't feel like you need it anymore, but why not give yourself permission to desire what you desire? Maybe you desire support and you desire a long-term mentor to be there with you. And what do you make that mean about yourself if you want that? What do you make it mean about yourself if you feel like you still need that? Because we all have needs. And the more that we can accept those needs and honor those needs and not shame ourselves for those needs, of course, being with the shame as it comes up, but like, why do we have to make it mean anything about ourselves? We're not supposed to do life alone. We are attachment-based creatures. We have needs. And most of us have not actually processed the needs that our inner child has been needing since childhood. And so then we feel so much shame around the fact that we need that. Like for me to heal my validation wound, I had to first sit with the fact of, oh, I need validation. And that used to bring up so much shame for me. But then I was like, why am I shaming myself for that? Would I shame a child for needing to be heard, seen, understood, and valued? No. So why am I going to shame my inner child for that? 
And then once we tend to those inner child needs, then you actually blossom and grow into your adult self. Like right now, I feel like I am the most adult version of me than I've ever been before. I used to think I was such an adult. And then I realized little Red was running the show. She was sneaky. She had a lot of needs and that's okay. I can now have compassion for that rather than shaming her for it. And more, the more we can do that, the more we can get to a place where we're actually relating to life from our adult selves. So when you have resistance show up, I want you to look at what is that resistance communicating to you? Because I'm not by any means saying, go find any coach, any healer, any therapist, and just pay them thousands of dollars and stick with them for life. What I'm saying is that when you find support that helps guide you home to you, that helps support you in choosing your authenticity, that helps you process your childhood pain, rewire your nervous system, and actually help you create the vision for your life. When you feel so safe, so seen, so held, so loved, so supported, so challenged, so activated, so expanded, so triggered, because we need both the holding and the triggering. I once had a friend say to me, but isn't that bad if they trigger you? And I said, no, it's actually the best gift on earth because it triggers those wounds that need to be healed. And when, when I was in traditional therapy and I was just being held and held and held, sure, I would walk out of that 45 minute session beaming because I felt so held. But was I being triggered? Was I being challenged into my next level of expansion and activation? No. And so we need both. We need someone to hold us and see us and validate us and be with us in our deep, deep pain. And we need someone who's going to call us out on the bullshit that runs in our heads because we tell ourselves so many lies, so many stories, so many narratives that just aren't true. And that's just our trauma. And we need someone to point those out in a loving yet direct way. That's actually going to help us see it. I once had a conversation with my mentor where we were talking about like her style in being really direct with me. And it was almost to this point where she was pointing something out. And I was like, yeah, I know. Like, I know. I don't like that. My brain does this either. And, and I was like, like, I already know that. And she's like, yes, you know it, but like, we really have to drive it home in order to bring it to the forefront of your consciousness, not to bring shame, not to perpetuate shame, but for it to be there so that when it shows up, it's right there front and center. And you get to decide how you're going to relate to it. And that really resonated for me. Cause I was like, when I was in the therapy world and even maybe like the first year of my business, I was a very different healer. I was doing a lot more validation, a lot more holding, a lot more just kind of like coddling in a way because that's all I knew. And that's all I had kind of met myself with. And then when I started realizing the power of being triggered and how much that was helping me in my healing journey, I started challenging clients a lot more. And then I started seeing how that was actually beneficial for them. It doesn't mean it's always easy. It can feel really scary to trigger a client, to know that they're upset with you, to know that they feel scared and to be able to be in that unknown of how they're going to respond, how they're going to, you know, are they just going to leave? Are they going to walk out? Are they going to be like, I'm done with you? Or is it going to really be profoundly helpful for them? And as a line five in human design, I meant to be a walking trigger and I didn't even know this about myself. And so 
because I have taken my own healing and expansion to a whole different level, I'm now able to guide my clients to a whole different level. And so the beautiful thing about a long-term mentor is that as you expand further into your next level, you then help your clients expand. But if you then stop, right? Like my clients who stopped when I was kind of this older version of myself, I'm like, oh, they're missing out on this new version of me that like knows how to help them that much more deeply and clearly and more quickly, like really quantum leaping in your healing. I had a huge quantum leap and being able to know that because I've experienced this, I'm going to be able to save my clients so much time in their healing. It doesn't mean we rush healing. It just means that we get to the root so much more quickly than just talking about it, like getting you into your body, really feeling this pain. It just allows you to shift that much more quickly. And life is precious. Time is precious. So like, why, why not want to experience feeling how you want to feel that much more quickly? And it's not about rushing it. It's just about understanding that like when you stay plugged in and consistent, you're giving your nervous system what it needs. But when you're half in half out, when you're hopping around from coach to coach, to coach, to coach, when you're half plugged in, but then trying to nickel and dime to, to not stay fully plugged in. Like when you're allowing your scarcity and your lack to run the show. And, and this does not mean don't be intentional. For example, this month in June, I am, this is the first month in almost two years that I will not be actively paying my coach. And that's because we have some weeks that are left over from past trips that we have to use. And so I said, you know, since we're going to be traveling, let's use this month to catch up. And some of my clients are doing the same thing. And to me, that's very intentional, right? That's intentional use of money. That's intentional use of time and energy. And it's just noticing, like, how are you relating to investing in yourself, whether it's in healing or, you know, like you need new underwear and you just have been wearing the same old ones for five years. Or like, for me, I had been using the same makeup literally since college, which is like probably not healthy at all. And so where am I trying to be cheap? Because my scarcity shows up or, you know, intentionality around like minimizing, right? Like, oh, I don't want to buy an excess of shit that I don't need because that's just a waste. And I want to be kind to the earth and kind to myself and kind to, you know, these things that are, are valuable. And so it's just, it goes back to intentionality, noticing when it's intentional versus when it's coming from scarcity, intentionality will feel grounded. Scarcity will feel fearful. So it's all about the energy behind these things. So I want you to look at where are you not feeling like you're able to fully commit to yourself, whether that's committing to a container with someone that can guide you, whether that's fully committing to holding yourself accountable to drink enough water every day or to schedule time for nourishing meals. Like where are you not fully committing to you? And where are you shaming yourself for having those needs and not actually needing them because the shame's getting in the way Versus where are you allowing space for your needs to be met and honored and celebrated and loved and accepted? And then what, the same thing for desires. Where are you not allowing space to just own your desires and not make that mean anything about you? I desire to have support in growing my business long-term. Even when my business hits 
seven figures, eight figures. Like to me, it's not about the money or the external milestones. It's about who I'm becoming in the process. And I want to continue to grow because healing does not have to last forever, but growth evolution, we can always be evolving. We can always be growing. We can always be learning. That's literally what we're here on earth to do. Like earth is like school of life, right? So we do not always need to be healing. I think that's a narrative that gets people really stuck. And maybe that's where, you know, people have suspicion about, oh, is this coach just trying to keep my money or are they trying to get me codependent with them? Like if you have a coach that's making you codependent with them and just trying to take your money or telling you that like, you're going to need to heal forever, run. If you have a coach that's telling you that they believe that these wounds can absolutely be healed, but that if you also desire long-term support in expansion and just feeling supported and whatever you want to do for your life and are continually guiding home, guiding you home to you and building secure attachment, that's beautiful. For example, I've gotten to a point in my healing where I don't need to meet with my mentor weekly. I used to need that and that's okay that I needed that, but I no longer need that. And so we cut down to bi-weekly. I also don't boxer her as much because I just don't need to. And so at the same time, it doesn't mean that I'm eventually going to just drop down, drop down to once a month to you know, half boxer to no, I'm always going to stay plugged into some extent because that is what I need. And that is what I desire to become. That is what's necessary to become the highest version of myself that is continually evolving and growing and learning and expanding because the more we expand, the more magic and freedom is on the other side of that. So it's looking at, okay, maybe I don't need to do weekly anymore, but maybe bi-weekly or monthly you know, can still help me stay plugged in. So there may, there might be modifications to, you know, what level of investment you're making, but I want you to be really clear. Are you changing that level of investment because you think you should be at a, a different point than where you're at or because of scarcity coming up or because of intentionality, because of alignment, right? It might feel intentional to take, you know, two weeks off. Like it all depends on what your journey is and where you're at. Sometimes we need integration time and that can be part of your healing. And so it doesn't look the same way for anyone. Everyone is at a different point in their journey and you have to come home to you. What actually feels grounded and aligned for me. Like when I go away to Paris in a few days, oh my God, I can believe it's so soon. Um, my clients will have two weeks without me of integration. And this is going to be a beautiful opportunity for them to integrate everything we've been working on. Because again, the goal is not to be dependent on me. The goal is to be able to allow all of my guidance to bring you back home to you and say, okay, let me start to really implement and integrate everything we've been working on so that we can get to a point where these wounds and these triggers are not coming up as much so that we can actually then focus on the fun stuff, the expansion stuff, the creating your life, because you finally feel safe to, that is the goal. The goal of healing is not to let's talk about your pain forever and attach onto it. The goal of healing is so that you can actually feel safe enough to build your dream life. And I want everyone to feel capable and safe enough to build 
a life beyond their wildest dreams. Cause really I was talking to a friend earlier and he said, we have our worst case scenario, our best case scenario. And then we have the universe's scenario and the universe's plan in co-creating is always more magical than even the best case scenario in our head. And so why wouldn't we want that? Right. And so I hope this helps to have you look at where is this resistance showing up in having needs and honoring your needs? Where is shame getting in the way of that or pressure that you're putting on yourself rather than just meeting yourself where you're at? And the same for desire. Like, even if you feel like, okay, I've got my needs met and you are still desiring support, like where are you not allowing yourself to have that? As we all need consistent support. And sometimes it's just about finding the right person, the right container. I literally went through like 10 different therapists before I found my current mentor who was able to just help me in a way that no one else had. And I have a lot of clients that have the same experience where before coming to me, they said that they were with like several different therapists. And they started this work with me. They ended up quitting their therapist. <laughs> the amount of times I've had a process with a client, like, how do I break up with my therapist? And I'm like, oh God, like, this is rough. Cause I used to be that therapist, you know, like, and so, yeah, the amount of times that they like, they're like, oh, this, this work works and I want to stick with this. And like, and so they've broken up with their therapist and now they've been with me like long-term. Like I've had clients who literally have been with me since the beginning of my business to this present day. And it's not because they're stuck in the same place and they're just needing handholding week after week after week. It's that they're actively growing with me. They're expanding with me. The more I expand, the more I take them with me. Like, it's just so fucking beautiful. So let me know how this all lands for you. Let me know what comes up for this. This doesn't just apply to mentorship and to healing and to coaching. It also applies to anything in your life where, you know, maybe your body's communicating something like I need to be eating healthier. I need to move or I really, for me, it was, I really want to join that fancy gym with the sauna because I know it's going to be so good, but I was so terrified to invest that money. And now the money I invest in that gym, I'm like, oh my God, that's nothing. Why was I so scared to invest that? <laughs> like, yes, compared to my old gym memberships that were $10 a month. 260 bucks a month seemed like fucking terrifying. And now that I'm paying that, I'm like, oh, that's, that's okay. That's very doable. Right. So it's like, we have to meet ourselves where we're at. So meet yourself where you're at. Notice where you're not honoring you and your needs or your desires, or you're shaming yourself for them and where you're yeah, where you're just not allowing yourself to be human because we're human. We get to feel the fear and create our best lives. And sometimes we just need someone to be with us through that fear. And that's okay. All right, my loves, I am off. I hope this all lands well for you. Let me know your thoughts. Feel free to leave a review, DM me on Instagram. And I'm so excited that in two days from now, the 31st, my first ever course will be released. It is called the Secure Entrepreneur. If you guys have been listening, you've heard me talk about this before. It is 15 videos self-led. You can go at your own pace. There's going to be a community group to ask me questions. I'll be in there live. And this is for the entrepreneur who wants to release that anxious attachment, build secure attachment, 
feel safe in their bodies to say no, to say yes, to create boundaries, to invest in themselves, to raise their prices with clients. That's something I had to work on a lot is like noticing when do I start feeling resentful with my client work because I'm undercharging and overgiving? And why am I, where am I not feeling safe to raise my prices? And so I recently raised my prices and I'm actually going to be doing so again when I get back from Paris, because I've been feeling that, that similar resentment feeling of like, oh, I'm overgiving, I'm undercharging. This isn't feeling like a fair energy exchange anymore. And so it's time. And with that, you have to be with the unknown, knowing that some clients will say no to your new price. Some clients will get angry. Some clients will not understand, you know, some clients will project their own wounds around that. And so the Secure Entrepreneur course really helps you to stay grounded in what you know to be true for you, to stay grounded in your authenticity and what feels alignment for you, knowing that no one else has to understand except you. It has to make sense to you. And of course, we talk about the ways in which we do this, right? Like if you have people that are dependent on you for support, you're not just going to like give them two weeks notice and be like, if you can't afford me, say la vie, like goodbye, right? Like we do things with kind, compassionate, heartfelt, heart-led, soul-led care. And that's why I want everyone to be relating to their businesses is not from a place of, you know, oh, who's going to make me the most profit, but like really leading from your heart. Because relationships and relational healing, even if you're not in the same healing work that I'm in, in terms of doing relational healing, even if you have a completely different business, you're still working with humans. And that the way in which you decide how to respond and relate to something, or even having a conversation with clients around raising prices or changing services or cutting down from weekly to bi-weekly, like the amount of attention and care and love that my mentor gave to me in that conversation, like I could feel her heart. And we both started crying because we were like, oh, I don't need it anymore. And what a beautiful thing that is. <laughs> but of course I started crying because there was some fear that came up because those old wounds, that old anxious attachment of like, oh my God, am I ready for this? And then I'm like, holy shit, I'm ready for this, right? And it's so exciting and having someone to be there with me celebrating and seeing and witnessing that progress is so beautiful. And being able to do that with my clients is so beautiful too. And again, it goes back to when I've had clients where we're cutting down intentionally because they're ready for it. Right. And knowing that like, I'm never going to be the type of healer or coach that's just telling someone, oh yeah, you need this just to make more money. Cause that would be coming from scarcity, coming from a place of safety and abundance actually allows you to allows you the safety and freedom to truly give your customers and your clients what they actually need. It's kind of like if you go shopping in a store and you ask the salesperson, oh, does this shirt look cute on me? And they say yes, just because they want you to buy it so they can make a sale versus them telling you the truth and being like, you know what? I don't really like that. So I wouldn't get it. This happened at the makeup store that my friend and I were at. The The lady was like, yeah, I don't really like this one, but I like this one or um you know, I don't think you really need this. You just need this. Like being able to be honest with people about what they need, you know, like my mentor told me, I really don't think you need four sessions anymore. And I was like, I agree. She could have easily said, you know what you need weekly and I'm raising your rate and da, da, da. But that wouldn't be leading with the heart. 
right? And it's the same thing with my clients is like, if I'm attaching onto money coming in one way, that's leading with anxious attachment. That's leading with scarcity. And so I want you to look at in your business, how do you relate to money? Because clients will pick up on that energy. If you're attaching onto money coming from a certain place, a certain client, a certain course, a certain offer, the universe will respond accordingly. And clients will feel that customers will feel that. And no one wants to feel that energy because it's icky, right? It doesn't feel like it's coming from a genuine heart-led place. And that doesn't mean you don't need to charge what you need to charge, right? It's a business. Of course, you need to charge what you feel is in alignment and then hold that knowing that some people may leave or some may not, or, you know, like those who are meant to come with you will right? We always get to choose. And so the secure entrepreneur is meant to be a course to activate you into your next level of expansion in your business, helping you actually feel the way you want to feel in your business. Because why do we start these businesses to begin with? Not to feel burnt out, not to feel resentful, not to feel angry or bitter, but to remember that we get to literally create a business that feels nourishing and supportive and aligned not icky, not salesy, not just like, oh, I get to get paid to do what I love because I have such deep, genuine passion for my mission, like that type of energy. So it is currently priced at 444 and it will be available on May 31st. I am so excited for this course. It's going to be so good. And then also my co-leader, Anna, and I are launching for our Real Men Heal group. This is for men who are wanting a full nervous system transformation while also meeting other men who are doing the same healing work on themselves. We have nine different modules and you have lifetime access to them. And it is just such a special group. Like the men that are in the first two rounds and that are in our current mastermind, like they just have such a special bond. They've witnessed each other grow and transform into these new versions of themselves. And it's just so fucking beautiful to witness. So anywho, um, oh, one last thing I'll say about the secure entrepreneur is that this course is for the person who doesn't just want to make money, but wants to make money doing what they love. Like if the universe blessed me with winning the lottery, I'm not going to protest. I'm going to receive it in gratitude. But the idea that I get to build my income as a natural byproduct and result of growing myself and of serving my people and my clients who I love so deeply, it just feels like a reward for doing something that feels so in alignment and something I'm so passionate about. So this course is for those that really want to just receive for their natural gifts who want to feel safe to receive abundance and massive compensation for just being themselves because you literally can get paid to just be you because the world needs more of you the world needs the you is you you there is and if you're just doing something for the money and you're so disconnected from your why and your passion that's actually going to block the flow of money to you. And so this course is to help you get so clear on like your why, what, why are you in business? Like, why are you an entrepreneur? Why are you doing this? And then looking at how you're relating to everything in your business. We talk about 
you know, ways to come back to safety when you feel dysregulated, how this anxious attachment may show up for you in your business, how your inner child might be running a show, how you can, you know, really start to lean into faith and trust the process and receive so much more than you could have ever imagined. So I think that is all. Reach out on the Instagram land and I will see you guys for the next show. Thank you so much for pressing play today. Please feel free to subscribe, leave a rating and a review. It would mean the world to me. And I will see you on the next episode. Take time to come home to you always, all day, every day. Love you so much.